0: That quote, I got to keep working on my craft. That is how you become great. Sure. That, that's yeah. what greatness is. The the Michael Jordans, the Tom Brady's, the Kobe Bryant, those guys, they never quit working on the craft of what they do.
1: Hey, race fans. Welcome to another episode of Backseat Drivers. I'm Alex Weaver, joined by NBC Sports' Kyle Petty and our resident analyst, mamba smith and we all three here at the table hope that your monday morning coffee was as strong as daniel Suarez. for sure going around the roval with no That's power it. steering assistance the arms i want to see the biceps today Suarez.
0: we're gonna pop time. Time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: well guys we started off the charlotte roval weekend strong with corey lejoy's kickball classic on thursday night if you weren't there to mm. catch all the action you can catch all the action from uh, corey lejoy's kickball classic it's still on nascar's youtube channel but let's get right into the top stories from sunday this weekend didn't get any less exciting as we moved on to the round of 12 elimination race at the Charlotte Roble 2021 Cup Series champion. Kyle Larson will not be moving on in the Cup Series playoffs to defend his title at Phoenix. Chase Briscoe was able to finish ahead of him to lock himself into the next round. Larson, Austin Cindric, Daniel Suarez and Alex Bowman will not be continuing their race for a championship. Christopher Bell shocked the playoff field and took the checkers in a wild overtime finish and locked himself in to the next round. The only driver who's been able to lock into each round so far. That's insane.
2: It is. <laughs> insane. That's crazy.
1: Uh, so remember, throughout the show, you can text the keyword backseat to 31032 to agree or disagree with Mamba and Kyle. But let's get right into it, and let's start with the reigning champ. Kyle Larson has finished his race for a championship in 2022. I feel like we were waiting for 2021 Larson to show up at some point, but he never did. He made a lot of mistakes this season that ultimately cost him a championship run. Let's hear what he had to say post-race to our friend Kim Kuhn.
0: Um, I feel like our team put ourselves in position uh, as well as we could on points today and got as many stage points as we could. It was, I think, plus 27 or 8 at the time when I you know screwed up, so... Just for no reason, either. Um, I, I wasn't even pushing that hard at, at that moment, and it got loose and caught me off guard. So um, just, yeah, I just got to keep working on my craft, um, just be better, and, and make a lot less mistakes. You know, I, like I said, I've made, I made way too many mistakes this whole year, and you can't win a championship like that. So um, yeah, no surprise that I made a m- another mistake today and, and took us out of contention.
1: All right, I'm done talking now. So after seeing what we saw this season and hearing what Larson had to say post race, let's grade his 2022 season. KP, I'm going to start with you because obviously a disappointment for the five.
2: Yeah, that and there's your there's the statement. Yeah. A disappointment for the, for the five. five. Yeah. There's 25 other teams that would take that season. Sure. That would, that would take that season, no doubt. Uh, I, I think, and and I said it yesterday when we were, were doing some stuff. Um, he was not the Larson of 2021. Yeah, it was not the team no, yeah. of 2021. Or I can't blame all this on on Larson. Yeah, or yeah. the car. You're right, but I can't blame this all on Larson. And and but I think Larson, we got into this year a little bit with Larson, into the, to what I, I, we all refer to or what I refer to as the Jimmy Johnson syndrome. Mm, he yeah. set the bar so freaking yeah, high. Yeah. Yeah. If he was under it, we just thought, oh, it's going the heck in a handbasket. It's over with. It's over with for Jimmy Joe. And that's kind of the way we looked at this season for Kyle Larson. If he was, was not out there dominating races or winning two or three races out of every four or five races, you're saying, where's Kyle Larson? Mm-hmm. Where's he? he was just hammering yeah. it out. He was hammering it out. He made it to the, to the round of 16. He made it to the round of 12 and should have made it, honestly, to the round of 8. Um, you know, it, He made a mistake, like he said. What I took from his interview was... He was more upset with himself yeah. than he was with anything else that happened all year long. He just felt like he was not on his <clears throat> game this year. That
0: quote, "I got to keep working on my craft." That is how you become great. So yes. that that's yeah. what greatness is. The the Michael Jordans, the Tom Brady's, the Kobe Bryant, those guys—they never quit working on the craft of what they do. And, and Kyle Larson is like that. And to win a championship, he said it—you can't make mistakes. And the, in our sport, there's so many variables, right? Like. You might have hit the wall, He might have hit the wall, bounced it off the fence before and it never never broke nothing. Yeah. And that time it did. You just never really know. True. And and that's why you gotta stay on your game all the time. And he said it. He said, you know, it, it caught me by surprise. Yeah. That that little bit. Yeah. So
1: there were a lot of hype built around the round of twelve. A wild card race at Texas, which I don't know if anybody expected. A not so wild card race at Talladega with an exciting finish, but I don't know if anybody predicted that. And of course, the uncertainty and chaos that the rove will bring. So let's take a look back at the excitement of the round of 12. Oh, and into the, the wall, night. the nine of Chase Elliott. Yeah. Oh, out of yeah, turn uh, right four, Chase Elliott into the wall. You see the fire coming out the right side. Byron felt like maybe the 11 ran him into the fence off the of turn two. Byron takes that opportunity to possibly retaliate. At Texas, Tyler Reddick wins. With the help of Jones, he searches ahead. Jones moves to the inside. Elliott has the lead. Chase Elliott through the dog leg. Blady with momentum. He's not going to get there. Elliott's going to win to Talladega. And in carnage in turn one. As he breaks locking up as they go into Trilogy. Oh, the the two he has done it he's won his way into the round of eight so looking back on all that madness the round uh brought us some some good moments we cried we laughed we loved (laughs) you know did the round of 12 live up to the hype or did it fall short so uh let's start with you on this one because this one was the one when we saw the three races in this one we were like oh this is it
0: I'm hyped. I, yeah. Like always I'm excited. always hyped. That's my job. I'm Chief hyped, hyped for, I'm like, I'm, Yeah, I'm hyped for life. But like it was all, it was great. Yeah. It was awesome, front to back. Every race delivered in a different way, and the the fans, you can't stop talking about it. Yeah. And the, they're showing out to the races too. Like that's the other part, right? So um, the roval, it was like, okay, like here's Chase. Chase is gonna finish this thing out. It was a good race, yeah. a lot of strategy. Oh, just kidding, we're gonna flip the coin and now it's like what we thought Talladega was gonna be like, Yeah, you know what I mean? And I am gonna look into this camera for five seconds. Oh, here we go. The system, the playoff system that we have is great because of this. You don't get this product without the system. So people are coming at me and coming at other people, but oh, this playoff system is trash. You're crazy. It's the best thing we've ever
1: had.
2: Yeah. Yeah, listen, I agree. I agree. And I, I, think this, I think these three races lived up to the hype in different ways this year. I don't, I don't think we thought Texas was going to be what it no. was. No. No. Thought everybody went into Texas thinking, oh, this is the calm yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's and I think, Texas, yeah. I think what this round does, honestly, is it puts fear in the competitors because they don't know what can happen. You, you don't hear anybody at the beginning of this round saying, yeah, all three of these races fall in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean you yeah. hear True. you hear none True. of that? Now we're we're already hearing that about the next three races. Yep. We all heard that about the first three races. But you don't hear about, and that's what makes this such a special round. You've got the mile and a half, you've got Talladega, and you've got the Robo. Three totally different racetracks. Three totally different racetracks. Totally different approaches. Totally different strategies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you everything is just so different. And then you go to Texas and everything that happened happened and you think, oh my God, I still gotta go to Talladega <laughs> in the role. You know what I mean? What's gonna happen? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think they were shell-shocked when they went yeah. to Talladega, honestly, and they just fell in line for a while. Yeah. You know? And and nothing really drastic happened. And you come out of that and you thought, okay, that's gonna be good. And you felt that even in at the Robo, you felt that in the first couple of stages. But it built to that crescendo at the end where you knew something was going to happen. If they got a caution, if something happened, it was going to be chaos. And it was, and it lived up to it at the end.
1: All right, Christopher Bell has been the only driver able to lock himself into each round of the playoffs so far. If you would ask asked me that a year ago, that would not have been my answer. He took the checkers at the Roval on Sunday and is moving on in his championship contention. I had the chance to catch up with Christopher in victory lane, and here's what he had to say after his win at the Roval.
2: Yeah, I I feel really good about it. I mean, Las Vegas is a track that uh, I I think will qualify well at um, and and should perform really well at, you know, and then that leads into Homestead, another mile and a half that, you know, I could win. So uh, I I really am super excited about this opportunity in front of me. And, you know, I knew from day one the round of 12 was going to be tough. Texas was our only strong track in the round of 12. Uh, But now looking to the rest of the year, they're all pretty good ones.
1: So, he locked himself into the round of 16 with a win. He was the only one to lock into the round of 12 on points. And then he locks himself into the round of 8 with a win at the Roval. So, I talked to Christopher. He obviously, you heard it there. He says that he and Adam Stevens both believe they can be championship favorites. But is he truly, KP, the championship favorite?
2: So, I like that they think they are okay <laughs> I, I do like that because that you have to Confidence think you are, are. to believe. you yeah. gotta yeah, believe yeah. I don't yeah. care listen Chase Briscoe has to believe he's got a shot at the championship right. and sure. he's a championship favorite you have to believe that um, you know, Joey Logano said it way back in, in the very beginning, before we even ran the first race uh, of the round of, of 16. We're the favorites. They're going to have to come after us, you know. So he declared himself that. So I, I think you have to believe that. But no, I don't believe they are. Um, and I don't believe they are for, for a couple of different reasons. And, and part of, of the reason that I don't believe they are is the first two yes. races in this, ra- in, in this last round. Yeah. They, they just haven't had that consistency all year long. You know, where I look at a Chase Elliott, he's pre- been pretty, pre- pretty consistent. I look at Joey Logano; they've been fairly consistent. Mm-hmm. The eleven team, they they started terrible, but they found some consistency, some stories. So I put those teams probably a little bit above him, but I think he could. I think he's vying for that fourth spot yeah. uh, in my mind, in, in my in my place to get to that Final Four. And listen. Nothing I've said this year has been right, so just take this with a grain of salt. But I'm just saying, from past experience and the guys with the most experience going into this, uh, I think he's probably fourth or fifth on the list.
0: I think I I think the interesting thing about Christopher Bell is he's starting to become that dude yes. you thought he he was going to be. It's taken a little bit, but this is cup racing, man. This is the pinnacle. It's hard up here, right? So are they the are they the championship favorites? Uh, no, but. You gotta, you gotta pay attention to what they're doing. I think no because they haven't been consistent at the tracks that they're gonna need to be good at. And I don't really see them winning Martinsville. Like, that's not so like, it's gotta come from yeah. Homestead or Vegas. Um, and for everybody else, I feel like they, for a lot of the other guys, they've been good at those places. So you get, they're gonna have to figure that out and have some consistency and you obviously one person's gonna point their way at yeah, yeah. so that, sure. that for very sure. well could be could him. be them it could yeah. be
1: them uh, it's time for backseat bets presented by BetMGM and don't forget that you can text Kyle or Mamba to three one zero three two to make your picks for this week and uh, take our advice don't take our advice. We don't care.
0: (laughs) Y'all have me. It's fine. Um,
1: All right. So, Mama mentioned the track's coming up, but now let's head to Las Vegas, Sin City. This is a good one for drivers. I know they have to be somewhat excited, especially like a Joey Logano, who loves a notebook because we've already been here this season in this next-gen car. So, we know a little bit what to expect, but obviously the intensity will ramp up with the playoff race. So, this first matchup, and KP, I'm starting with you because I already know this side of the answer. Uh, The 20 of Christmas. Christopher Bell or the twelve
2: of Ryan Blaney. So I'm going to take Christopher Bell no, uh, on is. this one. I, I am going to take Christopher Bell above Blaney. And listen, just because I don't want to agree with <laughs> you, that's But I am coming it's off fine. of the big win, the momentum. The momentum yes, matters. I'm going, to, I'm, going to take, I'm going to take Christopher Bell.
0: Yeah, momentum no matters. Yeah. Go ahead. We're, we're going twelve, baby. <laughs> well, I don't know if twelve is red. I think twelve is red. So put it, put it on twelve red. There we go. You know, I look. They're really good at Vegas. This is a, it's a, actually a Penske track, like Penske is good here. Um, so I expect the 22 to be good too, but could uh, twelve.
1: <laughs> Next up, Chase Elliott in the nine, who looked like he might've won the Roval versus the 22 of Joey Logano. Chase Elliott is 31 to the good, obviously leading the points. Joey Logano is 11 to the good and in that second place position right now. Mamba?
0: Uh, I just said it, I, I think the Vegas is a very good Penske track. Mm. They run very well there. And I think the 22 is, is going to be very strong there, too. So. Yeah.
2: And, and listen, I'm going with Joey. Just, I've seen Joey win that race with a car that was a fifth or sixth place yeah, car. They just put sure. him in position. And yep. he just and, and that team, you know, with, with Paul Wolf also, uh, obviously working with Brad Kay, but, Joey, they just have that ability as we get to the very end to up their game yeah. every, every two or three races. So I, I think they're good.
1: Um, yeah. All right, next up. Sense of humor again for Bet MGM. Uh, Ross Chastain versus Denny Hamlin. I personally thought this might have been uh, springboarded at the Roval It was not. They didn't even really get near each other. So um, who are we going with, KP? I'm
2: going with Chastain. Mm-hmm. Um, I, because they have to make a statement early in this round to Truth. prove that yeah, they yeah, believe yeah. that they belong here. They have to make a statement early.
0: The this was the race, the track that. JGR had a lot of promise and a lot of speed at originally at the beginning of the season. Yes, I would expect Denny Hamlin to be really fast, and they yeah. need to be. Like this is, I mean, obviously they have Martinsville. Denny led laps in the spring, right? too. But yeah, so I'm, um, I'm, I'm going with Hamlin over Ross, but Ross mm. needs, but it needs to be Ross.
1: Yeah. Uh, next up, we have the two youngins, William Byron versus Chase Briscoe. I guess everybody in this playoff field is a youngin, except mm. for Denny. Sorry. True.
0: Yeah. True. Joe, Joey's pretty young still. So, yeah. Right? yeah. 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 Um,
1: okay. So are we going with the 24 or the 14, Mamba?
0: Um, I think conventional wisdom will tell you the 24 uh, because of the team and just, but I think that Chase Briscoe has a little. He's got a little fire after what he pulled off of the Roval yeah. to dig deep and make that happen. And they have been fast at tracks like these, but he's been in a position where he could take risk, and he has. So I think, um, I think the 14 is gonna surprise some people in this round, to be honest
2: mm. with you. You know, I'm gonna go, and, and I'm gonna go with, with Lord Byron. Okay. Lord Byron. Okay. I'm going with Lord Byron <laughs> on this. One. Okay, when we look at these tracks, and you look at Martinsville and the success that Hendrick has had there, when you look at all these tracks that are in this, in in this round, and you look at the success that that organization has had there, it spreads out over the whole group.
1: So Vegas is on deck for the NASCAR Cup Series this weekend, and. If we start off like we did at Texas, ooh, <laughs> I'm gonna need a break after Sunday. All right, so let's do our winning pick for Vegas. There can only be one in Victory Lane. It can be one of the eight that are still in the playoffs, or not. There's a lot of drivers to choose from, Mamba. Who's your pick?
0: Uh, I'm gonna go with the 22 of Jordan. Oh, oh.
2: yeah. Okay, that's good. So, I, I, I was I was gonna pick the 22. Oh. And, uh, so I was going to pick the 22, but I, w- I will take another one since you took the oh, 22. No, and, no, I, and listen, I was going to pick the 22 because I think this is, they need to, to throw it. Just like I said, Ross needs a statement. Mm-hmm. The 22 needs a statement to say, you got to go through us in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to take Lord Byron. I, I, think, I think I go back to, listen, I'm going to go back to this week. I'm going to go back to last week. Winning the appeal, being put back in the game, and having a second chance. I think they're going to make the most of that second chance. I think they, may, they make the most of it through this round, and they move on.
1: Um, okay, just for the pure irony of this sport, my pick for Vegas. He finished the top five there earlier in the year. I'm going Kyle Larson.
2: Ooh.
0: Just oh. because. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And
1: I think that there are two winners that lock themselves in to the championship four. So I think that comes at Homestead and at Martinsville. And I think two get in on points. So Larson's gonna win this week. A race for the championship continues Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Still the same this week too on USA. Remember to set your DVRs to record on Thursday night's episode. You can also now tune in to Peacock the Bird on Friday mornings to catch the latest episode. But here's a sneak peek of this week's episode. For a driver,
0: is the last thing that you want to get
2: everything shoulders down is ready to rip and you up it's unknown just two spots left on point with a playoff
0: cut line coming quick he's got this reputation of like coming out swinging that's what we've got to do are you
2: nervous blaney's got the leap.
0: we're kind of sitting in the
2: danger zone the field is coming apart everybody is in unbelievable
1: A race for the championship every Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern on USA. Don't forget, and we only have four weeks left until we're crowning a champion. That's just madness for me. And a race for the championship continues this weekend at Las Vegas Motor Speedway for the South Point 400, Sunday at 2.30 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Make sure to tune in to the excitement of the round of eight. We'll see you next week in the backseat.
2: This year, see more
0: full field of in-car cameras yeah!
1: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Backseat Drivers. Make sure to rate, review, and follow to stay up to date on each new episode dropping every Monday.